up, squad? It's Maddie, aka Mads Tads on Instagram, as some of you probably know me better that way. I'm so excited you stumbled upon my podcast so I can take you outside the four walls that is SoulCycle and into the world beyond the bike. Former Hollywood executive assistant turned master instructor at SoulCycle, I'm here to tell you all the wild stories that took me on the journey to get to where I am today and hopefully how we're going to get to our next best versions of ourselves. Stick around. It's going to be a wild ride. This is Mads Tad's Beyond the Bike. Oh, hey. Week three, Monday morning. Not even sure if you're going to be listening to this until later tonight or earlier this week or whatever it is. I know that normally you would be in transit, driving your car, on the T, somehow getting to work, as we all did pretty, I guess, I wouldn't say thoughtlessly, but just not really thinking about it, whereas now I'm super aware of what is and isn't happening in our lives at this point. We are all getting used to new normals and new routines and new ways of life, how to cope, how to cry it out, how to control our emotions during this time. It has been pretty interesting up to this point. I myself have had, I mean, it's been great and I'm learning new ways to run my business and figure out what Mad Stars Beyond the Bike really means, which I always thought would be something that would happen far in the future, but is happening really as we speak. So a lot of this week was a huge learning curve for myself as well. And I'm letting you know that you're not alone in all of the things that you are feeling. You are just not alone. Of course, I waited till Sunday night to start recording, which, you know, I only do when I am running amok and all over the place and doing all the things, which if I have to be honest, I haven't taken a single second for myself really since this whole quarantine started. I think if anything, I've kicked it into a higher gear like this is kind of do or die a little bit is kind of how I felt because this is where I can choose to springboard really all the things that I preach about and talk about when it comes to leveraging your just life on Instagram and social media and Zoom and whatever it is that we're working on right now. Um, I am always just, I've considered myself somewhat of like a social media, like self, not self-taught because you're never like self-taught. You're always like learning through a million different people and hearing different things. And the people that came before you give you little snippets and then you get that and you make your own way. But I've always considered myself somewhat of like a forefront of doing all the things, social media and, and business and trying to do all the things. So if I have to be honest, like I haven't taken a second to just kind of let it settle. And I was driving back. I went home after 14 days. I went home to see my family in Rhode Island, my mom and my dad. I saw my brother like very, very briefly. And it wasn't until I was driving back by myself that I really, really had like a good cry. Like 
just, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it all came to head. If you've listened to that episode, that was a pretty good one as well. But it just all came to head for me. Like I'm, when this all started, I was, I had waited several months to go on a vacation to go back to LA and see all my best friends. And I had pushed my body so hard and I was already exhausted, already burnt out, already all the things. And then, you know, this was kind of, this kind of all happened and (laughs) it's just, wow. I'm like, did I bring it upon myself with what I was wishing? You know, I'm so burned out. I'm so done riding the bike right now. I'm so this, I'm so that. And here I am. And yet all I was begging for was a slowdown and things just seemed to go into the next the next gear, like the next level that I didn't even know existed beyond what I was doing a few weeks ago, be it the online workouts, be it the Zoom calls, be it the coaching, the one-on-ones, the privates, like whatever. And in no way, shape or form am I complaining. It's just like, it was a whole another upper echelon of business that I hadn't even tapped into yet. And yes, it's not perfect. And I don't have all the modules and all the things, but One of my coaches always says messy action is better than no action at all. And going off of that, mirroring that, I just threw myself into the past two weeks, full force, full steam ahead, like no breaks, just go, like just go, just go, just go, just go. And maybe driving back Sunday after feeling like a little bit of ease and finally getting back into Boston, you know, like I'm, I still just feel myself wanting to like cry it out. And the cry isn't passing. It feels similar to when it feels a lot like deep grief, like losing a loved one or a pet or something. It's a, it's like a deep belly guttural type of cry, um, which is really interesting to try to kind of grapple with at this moment when I know that I need to not only be strong for myself and and keep carrying my business and this podcast and the merch and all the things, but also to show up and be the light for so many people that need it beyond me. And I write that down every day. What was I put on this earth for? And I think I was put on this earth to be a positive force for good and impact millions of lives daily. I write that down every day because I know that to be my truth. And so even when I feel sad and I feel down or I'm just not really into it. I know that even in this moment of not being that into it and not really wanting to record that whatever I say will come across and help someone out there. And if it helps one person, then, then, you know, that's all that really matters. This is really hard. And I keep saying that I keep reiterating that because I feel like so often people are like, you know, like, come on, you can, you can do it. You you got this. And I've yelled that shit in class all the time we got this one foot in front of the other and I say it and I believe it and I know it to be true because I've seen it work in every single other part of my life and I know that I've overcome greater adversities than what we are doing right now but it's still a lot and it's still heavy and it's still hella challenging to try to be the light and even in like the little email I send out every week you know this is tough, but we are tougher. This is hard, but we've overcome and endured 
more in our lives than what's happening right now. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, when I think of really hard shit I've done, this, I mean, this pales in comparison. So why am I so wrecked over it? And I believe the wreckage comes from just the the uncertainty and, and having to jump in the ring with fear and having to grapple with the fear of the unknown, which is what causes all the anxiety and just, just writhing with kind of like that writhing and grappling with what am I dealing with? What are these emotions? It just comes from that fear of the unknown, which at the end of the day, we all just have to figure out how we make peace with it. How do we make our peace with the unknown? Because it does not serve me to wake up every day in that state of anxiousness, in that state of what if, what if, what if. I forgot where I read it, but one of my favorite, you know, I follow all these gurus and spiritual guides and this and that and, you know, different pastors and different, like I, I'm constant, I'm like a, a sponge for spiritual and wellness and, and mind and body and soul, dare I say it. But somebody once said, and I really can't remember, if you're going to future trip, go somewhere you want to go. Like, why would you say, why would you assume the worst when we don't even know? Like, this could be over next week. No, seriously, like, why aren't we playing, praying for that? Like, why, if you're going to go somewhere, go somewhere you want to go. Like, in two weeks, this could all be over, and, and I'm back on a bike, and we're all in that room together, and we are running home to disarm you or a gypsy or whatever it is that we so choose, and we are living our best lives yet again. Like, what if that was, what if that was it? What if that's what we were bringing into our universe instead of sitting around worrying, saying we're going to be like this till October? Does that make sense? Like, it, does that ring a bell for everyone out there? Or is, uh, sometimes I don't know. And, and I find myself having a really tough time, which camp to sit in and who to listen to and who to, you know, try to not get upset or angry when I listen to people. Cause I know I'm just really have to lead with more grace and kindness now than ever. But damn, if you're going to future trip, go somewhere you want to go. And I get it. And I'm not saying that as a pro myself. I mean, you know, two hours ago when I was driving back from Rhode Island, I was, I was a mess. Like I literally haven't cried like that in a really long time. And I was just so distraught. I don't know when I leave my parents' house, it just like brings it out of me. It's just like gut wrenching. And so, I mean, it's just, Somehow we have to master the mental part of it. We have to master our minds and really control where they go and what we take in and how that affects us in terms of, yes, it's scary. Yes, we don't necessarily know what's going to happen. And you know what? We don't have any real control over it. I mean, we do. We can self-quarantine and we can do all the right things and try to do our best, but that's all we can really do. We can't really control anything else. And that goes back to something I say all the time in class. And I've said it on a million episodes, like you can really only control the real estate between your right ear and your left ear. And that's just all mental. It's a mental game. I mean, like anything else, like sport, like class, like working out, like school, like jobs, like Literally anything you do, I'd say, I'd argue that the majority of it is just all mental. And right now we have to develop like a certain mental toughness to the fear of the unknown. That's never going to go away. Like literally it's never going to go away. I talked to so many 
I'd say like the niche of who I speak to a lot are college kids or a few years out of college. What am I going to do with my life, Maddie? I don't know what I'm doing with my life. How did you know what you were doing with your life? It's like, I still don't know what I'm doing with my life. Heck this week, I don't know what's happening. I'm still not riding a bike. Am I going to have a job this week? I don't know. That's, that's terrifying, but I can choose to sit here and either sit and stew in that and dwell on the fact that I might not have a job or I can say, okay, what can I do in this moment that's going to empower me and where would I go if I was certain of all the things that were going to happen or how can I make this outcome what, what I want it to be instead of the woe is me mentality or the why is this happening to me? Why, why, why? What can I learn from this? What can I learn from this and how can I then become empowered by it and pivot? And again, like I sound so silly, but that Frozen 2 movie, the song, do the next right thing, the next best thing. Like it's a children's movie, right? But it's so freaking true. Like what's the next best thing I can do in this moment with what I have currently? With what's going on in my life currently, what's the next best thing I can do? And that goes for the full spectrum because I get it. Like people are losing their jobs and getting laid off and there's some really real things happening, some really scary things. But I truly believe that the only thing that makes a difference between the way one person reacts and the way another is just their outlook and the lens they're looking through and the way they can master their mind at the end of the day. Does the mind consume you and take you under back into the darkness? You know, like the waves, I keep saying, keep your head above the waves. And it's kind of a joke because, you know, I love the water. I love Malibu. I love California. And it kind of became like a little mantra for me, like Maddie, keep your head above the waves. And what that means is just, of course, it's easier to let yourself sink into like the icky, gooey, scary, unknown and fear of it all. But you have to choose to literally push yourself to the top and get your head above the waves. Otherwise, you're going to drown. Literally. Otherwise, you drown. I've used the analogy before and I talk about water a lot because that's, that's my happy place. Whenever I get upset lately and my really good friend, Alexis Robertson, she also is an esthetician. She owns Alexis Skin Gym on Newberry Street, also does a lot of different coaching with relationships and health and things like that. But we were chatting and we were talking about my happy place. She was trying to like bring it out of me and my happy place, I always say, is it's Malibu. So a little mantra she came up for me was, does this take me away from Malibu? Meaning like the state of mind. And that could be whatever it is for you. Does this take me away from my barn? Does this take me away from the beach? Does this take me away? And that can be the way you talk to yourself. Does this mindset take me away from that thing, that that best version of, of me? So when I think of the best version of me, I close my eyes, my favorite place. I'm laying on first point and it's super warm and I have a, you know, I have a smoothie from Sun Life and I'm watching a bunch of surfers shoot the pier. It's like 4.30 p.m. It's super hot and the sunset is like, it's just starting to go down. That is my place. So anytime I'm in a mood where I'm feeling sad or angry or feisty or whatever, I just say, does this take me from Malibu? Does this frame of mind that I'm in right now, the fear, the uncertainty, the whatever, the unknown, the washer machine of life, does this take me away from Malibu? And it course corrects me. It's kind of like a, 
in my mind, come back, come back, Maddie, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back. And it helps me to realign with my true purpose and that, that knowing that all that I am inside, the power, all the good stuff, the light. I've been saying so much about that this week. Be the light, be the lighthouse, be the light, be the lighthouse. It's super important because right now it is very easy to let it pull you under. And I relate it to, I don't know if you're listening and you've gone to any beach in your lifetime and you're not landlocked or you've had, had any time in the waves, maybe you've or maybe you have it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess maybe I've gotten caught in a lot of different rip currents as a child and as an adult. Um, and when you're in them, you don't know which way is up and you're just, you're struggling and you're paddling and you're trying to find your way. And you just like, you start to freak out cause you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to drown. Oh my gosh, I'm going to drown. And then like, if you just stop moving for a second and you kind of like feel feel the waves for a sec, you can figure out which way is up, which way is down. And 99% of the time, like you're not even in that deep of water and you just stand up and your head pops up above the waves. And that's kind of what I mean by all of this. Like take a moment to kind of just remember how very in control you are of your life. Like you, your power, your innate power, that, that life force in you. There's so much light and power within you if you just keep your head above the waves. Stay in the light. Be that positive force for good in the world and impact others daily for the better. That's a powerful statement. Write it down. Maybe you make up a mantra that works for you going into this week that's just going to change the whole trajectory of how you step into it just because you changed your mindset and your outlook of the situation. Because as of right now, it is what it is. So you either, (laughs) you know, 7 a.m. on Monday class, are we going to have a good day or a great day? That's for you to decide. Not your mom, not your dad, not your sister, not your brother, not your dog, not your boyfriend, not your girlfriend, not whoever. You, you get the power to choose if it's a good day or a great day. No matter what the circumstances, no matter what cards were dealt, and you hear that all the time. It's not the cards you're dealt, it's what you do with them. Make lemonade out of lemons. I don't know. You know all the little sayings, but they ring very, very true, especially right now. So going into this week, are you going to make it a good week or a great week? That's for you to decide. I hope my rambling hits you where it needs to. It resonates through you in some way, shape, form, or capacity. And you can take these words of wisdom and just walk into your week feeling a little stronger, a little lighter, a little brighter, I have anything to do with it at all just a little bit more sparkly protect your magic your power be the light and may you always be joyful loving and above all else fearless